y'all campaign is about fear. We're in a lot of trouble. Y'all campaign is about fear. This is a conspiracy. The New World Order. The New World Order. Rooted Revelation. Happy Friday! You are under attack. Biologically, psychologically, welcome to the podcast. It is Friday, September 8th, 2023. Welcome, everyone. Today in the headlines, I'll be covering, obviously, if you haven't seen it already, New York City's mayor, Eric Adams, says immigrant numbers will destroy the so-called sanctuary city. Hundreds of thousands of immigrants have been sent to New York City, a sanctuary city. And it is burdening, overwhelming the city, costing purportedly a billion dollars. As I said about illegal immigration previously, it is not economically sustainable. It has nothing to do about xenophobia or racism or anything. You just can't open your borders and let millions of unvetted immigrants come into your country and then rely on social services in most cases, not in all cases. And what highlights this is an illegal immigrant murderer escapes from prison, leaving victims' families fearful. Also, the COVID scare continues. Look out, who knows what's happening this fall. This flu season may very well be a new release of something more lethal, more cumbersome. Regardless, they're they're killing us, killing us early. Who knows what this new virus will do? It may be binary, may exacerbate either the vaccinations or the previous COVID. Also, the ADL lets Musk and the public know if he or anyone else continues telling the truth about the ADL, it will result in an in anti-Semitic violence. Perpetrated by whom? Who knows? Maybe a synagogue will get shot up. Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe swastikas will be painted. Um, but you know who's probably going to be behind that. It's not going to be Elon Musk or anybody else for that matter. It'll probably be the system who's going to say, see, see, look at this false flag and understand that there are a bunch of hateful people out there. Actually, most people are not hateful. I'm not saying that they aren't some, but... And people do keep malice in their heart, uh, which they shouldn't, uh, but most people don't act on it. It has to be a very... A large driving motivation for you to commit violent crime because most people abhor violence. Um, so. Right, uh, I'm going to cover these headlines and more coming up. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment down below, share this podcast with others you may know. Check out my other website. 
limpop.org, learn about libertarian populism. Follow me on social media, X, Facebook, Getter Minds, Substack, where you can find the audio podcast also on my website, rudysrevelation.com. Let's get into it. All right, we're going to start out with the Hill. Migrant crisis will destroy New York City, Mayor says. Many of, many of you might have seen the video, um, but for those who don't, I'll just restate. New York City Mayor Eric Adams, a Democrat in a Democratic city, said Wednesday that the migrant crisis will destroy the city, and he reiterated his call for more state and federal help to address the soaring numbers. Yeah, just open the bank up. Just send us more money. He said it cost a billion dollars already. The issue will, dis- he goes on to say, the issue will destroy New York City, destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. Now again, people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to go come through the southern part of the border and come to New York City. Adams has repeatedly called on Biden administration and New York state government to help the city navigate the migrant crisis. His office said Wednesday that more than 110,000 asylum seekers have arrived in the city since spring of 2022. Um, New York City has already received about 140 million. And he goes on to say what we've stated. Los Angeles Times reports, though, the Biden administration considers forcing migrant families to remain in Texas. Why would they do that? It's not like they're trying a replacement theory or trying to change the demographic of red states, traditionally red states, which they've done in the past. Um, But he's trying to ease uh, the crisis happening in New York City and other large cities where a lot of migrants go. And and don't forget that the federal government is shipping, busing migrants wherever they want to go once they were... get through in the border towns, border states, um, they get shipped around or even flown around in a lot of cases. Um, But if the red states like Texas and Florida actually do the busing themselves to targeted areas themselves, that's not allowed. So what's good for the goose is good for the gander, I always say. The Biden administration has considered forcing some migrant families who entered the country without authorization to remain near the border in Texas while waiting asylum screening, effectively limiting their ability to travel within the United States. Three U.S. officials told The Times. The administration officials have been considering the idea as a way to stem recent increases in the number of migrant families crossing the southern border, which reportedly reached an all-time high last month. Why? Because you welded open gates in the wall? Maybe not. Supporters of the Remain in Texas idea, uh, which has yet to be finalized, hope that it would help the administration advance its goals of quickly deporting families who fail initial asylum screenings and deterring other families from crossing in the first place. Um, None of this has happened. (laughs) They don't deport people. They're not deporting people. They're letting people come in and they're advertising that the border is open. And what they're doing is allowing and helping the cartels in their business of smuggling people to the border because the cartels control the border area. So to get through, you have to pay thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. And, and, in the, and uh, the migrants are actually, actually shaken down and in some cases raped, abused, and killed. 
So uh, the Biden administration is, is culpable in all of that. So there was an illegal immigrant from Brazil, Daniello uh, Cavalcante, family terrified by killer's escape from U.S. jail. A prison break by murder in Pennsylvania has left the victim's families terrified in under 24-hour police protections as prosecutor. Cavalcante, 34, stabbed his ex-girlfriend, Deborah Bradayo, to death in front of her two young children in April 2021. The district attorney says Mr. Ms. Brandeo, Ms. Brandeo's family has not left home since the escape of the prison. The Brazilian national was sentenced last month to life without parole. He he stabbed his ex-girlfriend 38 times in front of her seven-year-old daughter and three-year-old son. (laughs) Not funny. But of course, the BBC here doesn't mention in the first few paragraphs that he entered the country illegally. Their other story does, escaped in Minas history of abuse and violence. He murdered somebody purportedly in Brazil um, before he came into the country and, and then he stabbed his girlfriend here. And they don't really, um, it's not till the ninth paragraph, the eighth or ninth paragraph following the alleged shooting, he fled to Puerto Rico before arriving in the U.S. illegally. So there you go. Like Trump said, uh, murderers and rapists, not all, but some. And, and you can't disavow that. That people coming in the United States are fleeing their own countries for a variety of different reasons. Political prosecution or just law enforcement prosecution. So CNN Business reports ADL chief fires back at Elon Musk for waging campaign of harassment against the group. Oh, he's harassing. He's harassing the group, not the other way around. Now, everybody knows the Anti-Defamation League is is not. You should just take the A off the beginning. It's actually the Defamation League. who What they do is go around defaming people, calling everybody a Nazi and an anti-Semite. And um, conjuring up all these symbols and signs. Oh, this is is anti-Semitic and and this is racist and this is this and this. And, and, you know, none of that is prevalent. And this underground dog whistling of this underground white supremacist, you know, none of this is actually real. They conjured up this fantasy to get everybody fearful that somehow the biggest threat uh, domestically is white supremacy. And, And the president of the United States, the highest political official in the United States, keeps reiterating this over and over again, which is a lie. So Elon Musk is just telling the truth, but as uh, CNN puts it, Elon Musk's crusade to demonize the Anti-Defamation League is showing no signs of ending. The billionaire turned white-hot anger, white-hot anger, burning white-hot anger. They have to put white in there. Like, they use language in such a way to characterize him as white, white, white anger. You know, you take out hot, and it's just white, burning white anger. At the Jewish nonprofit, because it had audacity to point out that hate speech has flourished on his platform, which is no, he allows free speech. So hate is is an amorphous term. You don't really, what is hate? Is hate calling a fat person fat? Um, Is hurting someone's feelings, is that hate? That's not really hate. You know, hate is calling for violence against certain groups and violence outwardly so. 
You know, if you call for violence, see, the problem is people online, it's like people in their cars, they, they say all sorts of things that they have no intention of carrying out, but it gives this impression. So the unrelenting stream of menacing posts targeting the ADL has not been without consequence. Greenblatt told CNN, oh, he told CNN that the ADL has seen a surge. Well, CNN's a journalistic organization. They couldn't verify his claims. No, they just took his word for it. Directed the organization since months began waging his campaign of bullying against renowned, renowned institution. As a result, he... We always receive threatening language, blah, blah, blah. But um, CNN didn't, um, he just takes the quotes. They don't go ahead and look for the hate. Show us. He, they don't ask Greenblatt, show us the menacing posts. I'm sure they're menacing, but is menacing hate? People don't like the ADL for what it is. Not because it's a defamation league, not an anti-defamation league. And it's just like the left or any sort of propagandist or, or, or intelligence, intelligence agency cut out what they do. Like Obama, the Affordable Care Act wasn't affordable or the, the Inflation Reduction Act didn't reduce inflation. All of these things, they name them as such. They're actually the opposite. The Daily Express uh, reports that the World Health Organization sound alarm over concerning COVID wave coming this winter. How do they know there's a wave coming this winter? As deaths soar, it comes as schools across America bring back mandated face masks, recalling the darkest days of the pandemic. All projection. You know what projection is? So they did the same thing even before COVID got to the United States. They said, oh, it's this deadly thing. And they showed video from China of people just dropping dead, which was all fake. It was all acting. This false COVID, it was highly scripted propaganda. This false COVID variant might really be different, says the Wall Street Journal. What to know about BA286 or Parola from where it's spreading to whether vaccines will work against it. They will, they will. I bet you they will. Just get a new one, get a new vaccine you have four, get five, get six, get seven, get eight. Even though every one subsequently reduces your ability, your immune system to fight against disease, whether it's cancer or very likely COVID itself, it's ADE, antibody dependent enhancement, which even Fauci said will exist with his new mRNA vaccines will create it. We also have, we have to be wary about it. But what they do exactly what you're not supposed to do is keep vaccinating, which raises AD, the chances of ADE, or, or vaccinating people that have had the disease, that will create ADE. Washington Post reports, in the shadow of U.S.-China rivalry, a new world order is emerging. A new world order. Now, you know about this because... Uh, the G20 is going to be meeting in India. 14 years ago, the understanding forged between the powers of the West and the developing world that the G20 helped lift the global economy out of the morass of the epic financial crisis. At the time, the bloc was hailed at, by then British Prime Minister Gordon Brown as the vehicle of a new world order, one leading the way in a new progressive area of international cooperation. It's all you need to know. Um... Uh, but there was pushback against it because people saw what it was. 
So they go on with their agenda and they add their agenda items like worldwide pandemics, the adding of AI and robotics, uh, autonomous robot systems, and um, bringing down the living standard of the West using global warming and global catastrophe as a specter to put all these things in place to bring about neo-feudalism. That's the new world order. The Gateway Pundit is reporting DOJ prosecutors seek 120 days in prison for Owen Schroyer for speaking out against stolen election. If you don't know who Owen Schroyer is, he is one of the hosts of InfoWars Alex Jones's media operation. So he didn't even he went onto the steps of the Capitol, but he didn't go into the Capitol. And just like in Retario, he he didn't he wasn't even in Washington that day. So this is open pers- uh, political persecution and prosecution, and people should see it as such. But they don't. They just keep going along with this. And and several years after January 6th, the FBI is still rounding up uh, political dissidents. This is becoming like a banana republic because you have a regime that uses its justice system or its law enforcement um, arm to go around harassing political opponents. And that's where the bar should be way higher, should be because political speech is the freest, most protected speech. And so there was always been a wall there of going after, uh, uh, with law enforcement, with federal law enforcement going after your political uh, opponents because political speech is the most protected speech. So, and political endeavor is the most protected endeavor. You really have to have a high bar to bar people from speaking politically or engaging in political either activism or or political endeavor as far as campaigning is very protected. NBC News reports Republicans are trying to find a new term for pro-life to stave off more electoral losses. Um, This basically is with the um, subsiding, I would say, of the political religious right. Um, The fact is pro-life and the protection of life is a a, a religious creed um, or credo, which I fully support. It's, you know, Buddhist, I think it is, nature is protect all life. You know, the Christians more, Christian humanism is more more about protecting human life and all that. But pro-life, they want, they're afraid that that's... um, too derogatory and antagonistic of the free of choice, uh, the freedom of choice, pro-choice movement has a better ring to it. So how do you uh, combat uh, pro-choice? I would say with the desecration of fetuses and the brutality of night of uh, last or uh, fourth trial, excuse me, third trimester abortion, because that's really what turns off all people is the butchery, which, um, takes place in a third trimester abortion. You're basically killing a viable fetus. And they should just call it fetus killing. (laughs) Or or they have to think of another uh, term. So uh, Politico is reporting uh, that, and we talked about this yesterday, your car wants to know about your sex life. Cars are increasingly filming, recording, and tracking drivers and and passengers. A new report finds, and I'll just read the lead here, by uh, Klaus Hilde Gulgard, 
car manufacturers are collecting droves of data and drivers of on drivers and passengers, some even tracking drivers' sexual activity. In a review of 25 car brands, we went over this yesterday, and 15 car companies published by Mozilla Foundation on Wednesday, researchers found that Japanese car manufacturer Nissan said it would sell information about drivers and passengers, sexual activity, intelligence, and health diagnosis to, da uh, to data brokers, law enforcement agencies, and other companies. German manufacturer Volkswagen said it would record drivers' voices to, pro to profile them for targeted ads. This is very dangerous, indeed. And I told you they're coming for you. Regardless, you're mo they're monitoring you and they're building dossiers and profiles on you. And so this goes without saying um, that not just the government, the federal government can access, but also corporations. There's, there's a private dossier and there's um, a federal public dossier of source for law enforcement. And, and those both intertwine um, because nobody's, there's no oversight of this. Most of um, surveillance is conducted by private contractors anyway. It's to overstep uh, the rules in the Constitution. So Variety is reporting Ghostwriter's Heart on My Sleeve, the AI-generated song mimicking Drake and The Weeknd submitted for the Grammys. Like I said, uh, the technological, the technocracy really is... Uh, what they're doing is squeezing out um, the human, a human ability for not only liberty and freedom from surveillance and freedom from uh, surveillance-oriented um, authoritarianism, um, but also uh, it, you're getting squeezed out of the job market by the ability for AI to create and for uh, modern robotics, humanoid robotics to do a physical labor. So CBS News is reporting CBS on, uh, excuse me, Phoenix on the brink of breaking its record for most 100, 110 degree days in a year. I lived in Phoenix for some time. It's not surprising that it's hot in the desert. That shouldn't be equated with climate change or global warming in any way. It's a, it's a you know, it's a heat wave in the desert, which happened very often. You know, you don't hear about 109 degree days in Phoenix. The Jerusalem Post, this atheist says he died in return. Now he believes in God. A self-proclaimed atheist shares his near-death experience and reveals a message of hope. Jose Hernandez, an avowed atheist, shares his life-altering incident transformed his perspective. Speaking to the YouTube channel Shaman Oaks, Hernandez recounts his extraordinary journey that began with a routine work assignment as an engineer. His near-death experience occurred while fixing an electrical issue from atop a bucket truck. So he got electrocuted and then comes back believing in God. As most people, even people in, in with severe trauma and crisis, when you faith, you might not die, but you might face death uh, by severe catastrophic injury, that you come back with a new sense of uh, the Almighty or a metaphysical belief. So, and I hope everybody uh, takes that to heart, actually. Um, if you're ever fa faced with a crisis, emotional or physical, um, it's always good to reach out uh, to the metaphysical uh, creator, the almighty God, Jehovah. And if you don't believe in such, it's fine. You know, I don't, I don't care. 
I think everybody should read up on religion, if you don't, even if you don't believe in religion, because most people aren't interested in the Bible because they never read it. They're told about the Bible. They're told about scripture, what it means. Never let anyone else tell you about meaning. Meaning is specifically for you. You can share meaning in an objective reality, um, and that's what metaphysical existence is all about. We do share things. So it's always good to share your perspective. And you might not believe in Jehovah God. Um, you might believe in other metaphysical things, but you might get led there. It's, it's hard to say, but the best thing to do is to read, period. If you don't read about the Bible, uh, there's a book by Houston Smith, The World's Religions. Uh, I implore everybody to read this book. It, le it gives you a nice synopsis of each of the major religions. Um, and then you can figure it out on your own, uh, whether it's Islam or Buddhism. And Buddhism is a great uh, way to get into the metaphysical space um, without calling out to a specific God. Um, but it gets you, especially the Tao Te Ching, will get you into understanding metaphysical reality. Um, so I hope you take part in that. I hope you look at least. The Tao Te Ching, it's just short little, short little verses that you can read. Um, and I also implore people to read uh, philosophy, contemporary philosophy. All right, so for me, Rudy's Revelation, don't forget to like, subscribe, and Leave a comment down below. Follow me on True, uh, True Social for other social media, Substack. Uh, check out my other website, libpop.org. Learn about libertarian populism. And I will have a great weekend. Happy Friday. And I'll see you next week. This is a conspiracy. This is a conspiracy. The New World Order. Revelation. Rooted revelation.